I started hearing like some weird noises around the house, stuff like that. I eventually, hilariously enough, though, after the fact, after thinking my house was haunted for two, three weeks, realized it was because I had just bought amazing weed from this person. It's time for what you should read. The podcast all about the titles you need. Join three book lovers and a guest as they cover all the best new titles to enjoy with your team. I have that, but I haven't read it yet. Hi, I'm Julia. I'm Rachel. And I'm Kelly. And this is What You Should Read. The podcast where we should all over our books. And today we are joined by author Brian Preston. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for joining us. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what kind of books you write? Uh, well, I am a uh, pretty much. I, I do a lot of things. I'm a Baltimore native and uh, resident. Uh, I do stand up comedy uh, at nights. I teach. Uh, I am the director of the Writing Center at a university that shall remain nameless during the day. And um, yeah, it's a lot of it. You know, I pretty much do uh, a lot of stand up. Writing has always been one of my passions, but I think that's just one of those things. Uh, I kind of spent a lot of the last decade focusing more on the stand-up stuff just because you know what you just you go you, you write the jokes you get on stage you tell people and then you immediately get that positive feedback that we all crave so uh during the pandemic pretty much i stopped doing a lot of that and it's always been one of my when i've had i always love to write short stories you know i've written uh a number you know like uh probably a quarter of a number of books uh over the summers and then you know pretty much the when the pandemic hit i was like you know what this is one of those things i always wanted to do and uh pretty much just took the time and a non-insubstantial amount of money uh to get all this together and uh yeah <laughs> Just nice. uh, write that collection of short stories. Something I, something I always wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, writing a book does take a little bit longer than telling jokes, I guess. But uh, well, you get the feedback a lot. There's a lot more. Um, you know, it's the thing. Well, because I've worked on a lot of other uh, projects as well. I made. Uh, I've written a motion picture, which uh, we did get produced. It's uh, called. You call it a uh, driven to succeed. You can watch that on Amazon uh, as well. And uh, it's just there's. I think it's really one of those things where it's like uh, you have the idea, you get it, and there's so many other moving parts involved in uh, making a motion picture. I've also tried uh, by hand at writing and publishing a comic book. Also, just mm, so many moving pieces and also just incredibly expensive. Uh, and then we turn that comic book that into a scripted podcast. That also a lot of different mean wealth to spell base. You can go check that out wherever podcasts are. I think uh, I did, did some stuff on one or two episodes. Uh, you can check that wherever podcasts are. But pretty much it's just book not as few moving pieces as stand-up but fewer than everything else i have tried <laughs> my hand at so that was another <laughs> sort of thing is just uh you know it, i think some of those ideas were things for uh, some of the short stories were ideas for things and for other mediums and i was like but brian that is so time and labor intensive so let's just go the book route <laughs> Well, we're glad you did. And the book is called Great Days. Uh, it's a collection of short stories, as you said. It's really fun. I definitely see the comic book influence. Um, yeah. Quite a bit. Um, I've heard you're like a comic book historian. So. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much if I didn't have that backdrop on just behind me, nothing, nothing but comic books. Um, I spent a number of years as a comic book uh, retail uh, employee. You know what? I always love that. 
In fact, they pay you no money. Uh, I would have continued doing it. But um, yeah, no, it's always it's always been a passion of mine. And then actually, when uh, I started uh, working at, as the director of this writing center, I could not read books for pleasure anymore. So I went back to reading comics because uh sweet sweet jesus just reading those papers eight hours a day it is fucking torture frankly <laughs> um i would get home and i'd be like oh man more reading the thing that brings me so much pain all day and so i had to go to college but <laughs> oh man all right well kelly i'll turn it over to you for your questions okay uh we always like to start with what are you reading now uh comic book answers totally acceptable uh, you know what, actually, um, probably I'm reading a lot of uh, the uh, Grant Morrison's uh, Doom Patrol from the late 80s, uh, early 90s, which uh, has actually been a lot. Uh, this is pretty much the, the also the times that the uh, HBO Max series is uh, mainly based on. So I've been reading that um, right now as I've gotten the uh, Marvel do They both do uh, like apps and then uh, you pay like, you know, six, 70 or 40, uh, 70, 80 bucks a year. And then you can just read all of their comic books. So I've been moving that as well because I have a tiny house and uh so many physical comic books in it that it is a problem <laughs> so i switch over to so yeah i'm currently reading uh the grant morrison Duke patrol <laughs> well kelly you can't relate to having lots of books in your <laughs> i cannot relate to that that is a problem for hoarders i am not a hoarder <laughs> please send help there are so many <laughs> i have also been accused but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, can we, we've started asking for the, am I the asshole pitch? Um, mm -hmm. but since this is short stories, I'm not sure you can do that, but, uh, feel free to try, you know, the, the Reddit group where people mm. ask these incredibly involved questions. Um, but an elevator pitch would also work. Okay. Um, well, in this case for the whole book, it is pretty much, uh, you know, it's just six uh, short stories following, uh, disparate individuals, um, in different genres as they uh you know get involved in schemes papers high adventure uh things of that nature mostly comedic and uh, you know a little bit of the rough and tumble as well <laughs> perfect <laughs> and uh your writing style is very engaging super conversational and full of pop culture references and an yeah. absolute joy to read um oh, who, nice. thanks uh what are your influences or who I guess. Uh, you know, when, actually, when I was in college, probably uh, I, I did love um, a lot. I, I did love the the other works of, uh, I can always butcher the guy's name, uh, Chuck Palahniuk, uh, the guy that wrote uh, The Fight Club and uh, Choke, etc. Uh, Beautiful Monsters. I read, you know what, I read those, enjoyed those a lot in college. So I'd say that, uh, big influence, and also the comic books. But yeah, I was like Alan Moore, Grant Morrison, stuff like that. So I'd mm -hmm. say uh, that. And also Douglas Adams, big influence. Uh, when I was a kid, I loved the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide books. Although really, you should have stopped after the first one. But uh, that is a different podcast. Really, by the one like by the time Arthur can fly and stuff, it's a bit much. But um, this is... <laughs> anyway, so I'd say those are those are pretty uh, pretty big influences. Uh, and then I guess I don't know. When I was like a twelve year old boy, I loved Stephen King. And that is why I like to rush endings. <laughs> um, we've done several episodes about Stephen King. So. I, as a, as a kid, boys and us, I guess. Okay, because I reread a lot of them as an adult as well. And um, you know what? I'm like, man, I, I just, he really does just love to rush an ending. <laughs> After like an 800 page. Oh yeah, no, it's like 800 pages. I'm like, oh yeah, no, the actual hand of God shows up. Um <laughs> With an A-bomb, that's it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, 
Um, so you said you started writing these stories during the pandemic or ha- were some of them written beforehand? And I guess just generally, like, what's your writing process like? Uh, you know, actually, I wrote uh, pretty much all but one of them in 20, starting in 2020. Mm-hmm. I wrote Avilio like in summer 2016, 17. I was just bored at work. Uh, oh, I loved Avilio. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Yeah, I was just like bored at work one summer. I was just like, I'm writing a short story. And then uh, the other ones were pretty much, I was just like, uh, with the practice scramble, I was like, I'm going to write a book. And then I got like however many pages. I'm like, this is a short story now. I'm not writing this as a book. <laughs> and then... Um, I think that was, yeah, that was pretty much the, yeah, that was pretty much the process on that. The other ones, I was just like, uh, I was like, I should write a collection of short stories. So uh, I just kept writing them just to stay sane during the pandemic. Yeah, I think a, a lot of uh, a lot of authors we've talked to kind of said the same thing. Like this book kept me, <laughs> kept me sane during the pandemic. Yeah, I just, I needed a project to fill that time because I couldn't really do stand up. And then, um, so I just needed something to fill that creative time. And I got a little lemon stuff, so I had something to do, especially during those many uh, just days of not because you know because I teach and stuff. So there's a lot of days uh, just sitting around during and certainly those COVID summer. I shouldn't say that I miss them, but I did get paid to hang out at my house and write this book. So in yeah. that sense, I do. Yeah, I look. We, we started this podcast, so that's what. There we you did. go. Yeah, there you go. I think we all do a lot of it. Just coping projects. Yeah. Um, actually, the I was going to ask you about the story of Vilio. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I was wondering if it was inspired by something in particular. Like, did you ever have a paranormal encounter? Or is it just because cats are always meowing at nothing? Uh, it's partly because, like, uh, my cat one is, oh, you know what? Jesus. This actually, it's not, it's loosely based on a paranormal encounter. It's kind of funny. Pretty much, I live in just... The, the cutest street in Baltimore is what people have called it. It's a little, this teeny tiny little bro house from the 1850s. Um, I did, my cat did pass during the pandemic. He was very aggressive in the mornings. And uh, it's pretty much there was a brief period um, in like about that summer where, okay, so I came home one night uh, with a friend of mine after a show. We were going to hang out. And then I don't think I saw the pictures of it, but we pretty much, there was like this weird sort of, because uh, I live right, right next to the Micah campus, and there was this weird sort of, uh, vo- I'm not sure if it was like a voodoo sort of setup uh, in the street across from my house. It was sort of like a glass, some cigars laid out next to it, something like that. I'm like, uh, fucking, oh gosh. Yeah. And so we're all just like, what is this? <laughs> and then uh, I started hearing, and then um, I started hearing like some weird noises around the house, stuff like that. I eventually, hilariously enough though after the fact after thinking my house was haunted for two three weeks realized it was because i had just bought amazing weed from this person and so the weed was so good i thought my house was haunted and that was kind of the basis for it (laughs) fair Yeah. yeah oh that's great um Okay, and a lot of your stories involve characters with superpowers. So I was wondering if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Uh, you know what? I would probably go uh, telekinesis. Uh, yeah. Just oh. the ability to move stuff with your mind, because that way you can also, your stuff, so you could also make yourself fly with it. There's a bunch of ways you can cheat it. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. You could, like, multi-purpose it. Yeah, you can just multi-purpose it. There's a lot of stuff you can move also. Um, you know what? You go big or small. Because also, if you can move an atom, that's how you cause a nuclear explosion. All right. <laughs> wow, dark. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Never would have thought of that. Yeah. 
<laughs> I read a lot of comics. <laughs> nice. Um, so you're also a stand-up comedian, and yep. we're wondering, um, you know, how does your writing intersect with your stand-up? Do they influence each other? I would say the voice and the sensibilities are very similar. Uh, they're both sort of uh, observational, a little absurdist, uh, stuff like that. Also, certainly, I do love a good pop culture reference. But, um, yeah, I would say, like, tonally, very similar. Sensibility-wise, very similar. The process for both is... Um, I, yeah, with the writing, I sort of sit down more. But both of them, I will just... Are based around, like, with both the stand-up and the book. It's, like, literally, I'll just be standing. My process is pretty much stand around and then just get out a notepad sometimes and so they're both i i don't really try and like i mean well actually with like the actual writing the words down part that i do actually sit down and tend to do but they're both uh very whenever the spirit hits as far as uh the creative uh the formulation brainstorm part of they're both very spontaneous i definitely like heard your stand-up voice when i was reading the book having seen you perform i was like this is so brian like the dead man observational absurdist humor definitely Uh, yeah i've I've talked to people that have read it and they're like yeah it's weird because it sounds like you're reading the book in my yep (laughs) i was like you should do this audiobook (laughs) you know i maybe at some point it's as those are kind of a pain (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. apparently because my mom uh has also uh done a couple uh as well and she was just like it is a big process and you don't sell a lot of them but maybe it's i do have i, I do know people with uh, recording spaces so maybe at some point this year we'll, we'll get it together cool that'd be cool yeah um speaking of other projects are you working on writing anything new anymore either short story collections or have you ever thought of writing a novel I, I am currently writing a follow-up i'm currently writing a novel um it is um it's pretty much the, the the big pitch for it is uh so you know uh, like in the 80s 90s they make those movies where um kid gets spirited away to a fantastical world of monsters and magic and learns about the powers of love and friendship and then at the end gets sent back to their own uh place in the world and uh, as a better person what if at the end of that one of the kids was like i know fuck that i don't want to go back to college and then the two of them reconnect like uh, 20 years later <laughs> and one of them is sort of like a fantasy cartoon bill and the other is a very boring man um <laughs> yes i love this <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh that's funny all right and well anything else that you want to like plug or where actually where can people find the book first and foremost uh, we can find it on amazon um dot com just because pretty much if you're doing small independent publishing uh, as we are as uh, logos it's a very it is a very small publisher uh so uh it's, maybe it's just me and my mom i don't know but um oh is it your mom's publishing it is actually yes that's awesome uh, so she started that for uh it's independent publishing we have two authors and we're uh it's not nepotism um very <laughs> cool so yeah well that's the thing is you know what it does it looks better if it's got a publishing company attached to it so uh you can just get it on amazon because uh they're an evil horrible company uh that i hate uh on principle but god dang it if i don't like use them once or twice a week because i sell everything um <laughs> and pretty much when you go through them for publishing they're like hey uh if you want the book to be everywhere you can get so much less of every copy that you sell it of the book or you could just sell it through amazon and you get all this uh per book so i went with amazon they're everywhere they're a terrible company but they already won 
Um, it makes it work. Yeah, they <laughs> make it they work. Won. Yeah. They won. They won. It's over. <laughs> and where can people find or follow you on social media? Uh, you know, you can find me on Twitter at the Skullbase. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, which, God, my Instagram, I think it's like my email. It's like Laszlo Gorag, not on uh, Instagram. Horrible names. And then uh, <laughs> you can find me on uh, YouTube. I can also, I guess the the last one I will say is you can find myself and on the Laugh Finder podcast um, as well. They're just some saucy boys playing uh, some tabletop games. I, I don't always agree with the things that uh, are said on the show, but well, gosh darn it, there are a lot of episodes of it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I have this conversation every night. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, oh, I know. I'm always like, yeah, you could listen to the podcast. I don't know if I want you to. <laughs> I will say all that, the disclaimers. Uh, oh yeah, all the disclaimers. Ah, uh, geez, it's really, it's really a lot of Violet and I just looking over like mm. yeah. <laughs> so unamused <laughs> half of the. But no, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a real. It's a very human journey that we go on. That's yeah. a nice way of putting it. <laughs> all right. And, okay. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's a, that's mostly it. Yeah, and also uh, you can again buy the book on Amazon. You go there. You can also watch Driven to Succeed. And if you listen to podcasts, uh, you can also find me involved with Skullbase. Uh, we did that a number of years ago, but that still exists. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us. This was fun. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm glad you enjoyed the book. And um, yeah, take care. Yeah, you too. <laughs> All right. So that's our show. If you don't already have a Libro FM membership join with promo code what you should read all one word and you can get two books for the price of one your first month 14.99 yes and be sure to follow us on social media at wysr underscore podcast on instagram and on twitter you can email us at what you should read podcast at gmail.com you can also give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts that would really help us out and now you know what you should read you're welcome it's time for what you should read the podcast all about the titles you need join three book lovers and a guest as they cover all the best new titles to enjoy with your team 